Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gays. I'm Larry. I uh, am so excited to talk to you guys about everything that's happened the past week. Um, I had an eventful weekend, and I'm going to start off by telling you about half of it. So I can tell you about half the weekend this week, and then I can tell you about the other half next week. I just can't tell you about it yet. But I went to New York, and I went for pillows and beer. You guys obviously know I love Southern Charm. I love the boys. Craig and Austin are my favorites like of the guys. And they had a show in New York City at the Gramercy Theater. And so I went on Friday, and I was there until what was supposed to be Monday. But um, the weather had other plans, and so I didn't get back until Tuesday morning. But a great weekend in New York City. It's like never a dull moment. I went with um, one of my girlfriends and we made like a four day trip out of it. And so we went to go see the boys on Sunday night and uh, what a show it was. They really like make it so like engaging. It was so much fun. So Friday and Saturday, we just kind of like hung out, went to some dinners, um, went out a couple of nights and got to see some of like my Bravo friends um, that also run some accounts over on Instagram. And it was just so much fun. So I knew that on Sunday prior going to Pillows and Beer that I wanted to make like a Bravo day like out of it. So made reservations for Carriage House, which is a restaurant in the West Village that the boys um, are a part of. I like their investors, I believe, or like part owners or whatnot. But I was so excited to get to Carriage House. So I looked at the menu. I've heard nothing but amazing things about like this burger on their menu. And uh, they've talked about it on Watch What Happens Live. They've obviously talked about Carriage House um, on their podcast. And... When I tell you, it did not disappoint. Um, It was very cool, like, the inside, the bar, very... It's, like, a huge bar and then, like, a smaller dining area in the back. And I went with... It was me, my friend Christina that came on the trip with me, uh, Bravo Afterthoughts, Bravo and Cocktails. You guys know her. You love her. She's been on the pod. Love her so much. Um... And her husband. And so it was the five of us at dinner. And we were so excited, like, for the night that we had ahead of us. And it was, this was, like, the perfect spot to start off at. Went in with, like, zero expectations as to what to think about, like, the menu or anything like that. 
And I can tell you that it definitely exceeded what I thought it was going to be. The food, delicious. Literally, if you go, you have to get that like Wagyu burger that they have. Um, it's not on the menu for the dining room. Um, I guess they said it's like one of those things. Like if you know about the burger, you can like ask for it. You can get it at the bar, but like it's not on the, the menu for the dining area. But delicious. We had such a good time. Like the drinks were flowing. We were just like having like the best conversation. We were talking Bravo. We were talking like everything. Got to meet a couple of you guys like while we were there eating and it was just like the perfect way to start off like the night that we were going to have. And uh, we were there for probably like close to two hours. And it's like one of those moments where like, you're obviously like at dinner and drinks with friends and like, you're like, Oh my God, we actually have to like leave to be on time for something else. We probably could have stayed there all night long, just like drinking and hanging out. Um, because that's just like how much fun we were having. Like we were laughing so hard, like just having the best time. And you guys know, like, I mean, me and B are trouble when we get get together. We just like to have a good time. And that's exactly what we did. Um, We wrapped up dinner and we went over to Gramercy Theater where the show was. It was a great venue. It was so cool. Like, they had the name of like the show in the marquee and it just said like pillows and beer sold out tonight. Um, and then just like a line of people waiting to get in and everyone is just like excited to like see the show. And when you go to like events like these, um, like the live podcast shows, or if you go to like any other like Bravo themed event, everybody there is so nice. They are so excited to just like be amongst their people you're talking to people that you've never met before, making friends. And like, it was just such a vibe. And I don't have enough good things to say about it. Um, oh, sorry. I keep saying, um, and I saw the review of someone that said, I say it too much. So I am going to work on that. But the Sunday show, they ended up having two, two viewings. So they had a 4 p.m. and an 8 p.m. I went to the 8 p.m. show Paige was the guest at the 4 p.m. show. Super exciting. Love Paige. Would have loved to have had her at the 8 p.m. show, but our guest did not disappoint. Um, so we got to the venue and we, it was like again, the five of us. And then they had put us in like this, like VIP deck area with Austin's sister, Katie. And it was her birthday. She was there with a girlfriend. It was so amazing to see her. I love Katie Kroll. She's a queen. Um, Again, sorry. I'm going to kick myself in the ass every time I catch myself saying it. Uh, And so we got to sit up there with them. There was like a little bar right next to like where our area was. And the show started. It was like, it was just so much fun. The boys talk about like how... Like, they started the podcast and just, like, everything that, like, they've done, like, so far. And then we got to get into the surprise guest for the 8 p.m. show. And if you don't know by now, because I did post a lot of um, the, uh, like, footage on Instagram. Not really what they talked about, just, like, clips of, like, them on stage and, like, the audience and stuff like that. The guest for the 8 p.m. show was Andy fucking Cohen. 
And I was so hyped because we had such amazing seats. So we got to like be super close. And I had in my mind, like assumed it was going to be Andy because on their podcast, they had talked about how like he would be like an ideal guest for their New York city show. And so I did some digging around. I did some asking. And then I was told that unfortunately it wasn't going to be him but it would be a guest that we would still be super stoked to see live at the show. Well, I was informed incorrectly because I was so surprised. I tried, listen, I tried everything I could. As soon as I got there, I was asking Austin's sister, like who the surprise guest is. She wouldn't budge. Nobody would tell me. I was convinced that if it wasn't Andy, it was going to be Hannah since Paige was at the four o'clock show Hannah would go to the 8 p.m. show, everything. I just, like, didn't know what to expect. I loved going into it not knowing, even though I was trying to figure out who it was going to be. It made it that much better when it was someone who I wasn't expecting. Although, I, like, I kind of was. You know what I mean? I was still surprised. I had been told by so many people, no, 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 it's not him. And then I was like, okay, well, if it's not him, who could it be? So I was ruling out, like, Everybody and everybody that was there before the show started was like also trying to guess like who the surprise guest was going to be. And it just made it that much more fun. The roar that the audience let out once they announced Andy to come onto the stage, it was probably like a minute and a half to two minutes of just everybody screaming. And it was like it was electric. It was so cool. It was so cool to see the guys really like get to lead the show and like ask him questions because as they have said, like he has like always led them, whether it be on watch what happens live or in reunions. And uh, they really just did such a great job. It was so much fun. I highly recommend going to see any of the podcast tours not it doesn't even have to be just them even though their show is so much fun um but like i've done giggly squad that was so much fun i would definitely recommend if you can do it if they're in your city or if you even want to make like a short weekend trip out of it um to definitely go and do it because it literally is just like such a cool experience and so the show was probably about like an hour a little out like an hour and a half Honestly, I don't even recall how long it was because it went by so quick and we were just having the best time. And they do like a question and answer session where people are able to like go up and ask questions. And we sang happy birthday to Katie Kroll and we did shots and we just had the best night. For a Sunday night, it was like literally incredible. Um, The show was over and we got to go and see the boys in the green room and like hang out with them for a little bit. We did have the meet and greet ticket. So it was like just super nice to be able to go back there for a minute and chill with them. Obviously like they're very aware of like how big of a fan I am of Southern charm and the two of them in general. So that was very nice of them to um, invite us back there and get to like chit chat with them for a second. Aside from like the chaos of everything that was going on. And that was like that was the that was a show that was the Sunday night and it was the best time. There were like obviously like moments that like I will literally think of forever, especially with B and Allie from Bravo Afterthoughts. Like 
so happy I got to see my girls. Whenever I am in New York, I will try and make it um, a thing to at least get to see them once. So we had the best time. Again, if you guys get the chance to do it, definitely go. And I cannot wait to share what else I did with you guys. Unfortunately, we just have to wait another week. So don't worry, though. It's still so much fun. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. But there are some things that we need to get into because I want to talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I want to talk about Real Housewives of Miami. And then there are some other things that we need to talk about as well. There was a Vanderpump Rules Season 11 premiere party. There was the announcement of The Valley that's coming this spring. There is a breakup that we need to talk about. Like, I want to just quickly cover the shows and those topics. So let's just get into it. And we're just going to start right off with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, that episode on Wednesday night did not disappoint for me. I absolutely loved it. There were some moments that actually stuck out more than others. We obviously got to see later on in the episode, Homeless Not Toothless. And just that alone, like, just makes me so happy because of everything that happened with the way that they couldn't remember the name of the charity. And they were calling it everything but Homeless Not Toothless. It was, it just like, when I saw that that's what we were going to see, I just like literally got so happy about it. But A few things that happened like prior to getting into that dinner, um, we did get to see a conversation between Crystal and her brother. I love that like Crystal is really kind of coming into her own on the show. Yes, it may have taken her a little bit longer than others, but who cares? Like we're here now. I love Crystal. So I'm like excited to see more of like how she acts and like get more in depth into like her life. So there was obviously the moment between her and her brother when they had went out to, was it breakfast or lunch or something? And she's been talking throughout the season about what had happened between her brother and his fiance and the breakup that they had and how it kind of caused some distance between like the family. So I loved that he was there to talk to her about everything and she really just just like let it all out that she is just an overprotective sister it's always just been like her and her brother and when she got married she thought that like it would change the way that she was as a sister and it ended up not doing so and uh, i don't know if it's just that she didn't really approve of the girlfriend or or i don't remember exactly what it was but to me it is just like the guy is, I want to say in his late, I want to say in his late thirties, right? I don't quote me on his age. I honestly do not know, but for them to be so involved in his like dating life is just like a little, a little bit weird, right? So you're married, you have your family, you have all that going on. And then why, why can you not like allow that for your brother? Do you know what I mean? Obviously, you want to get along with the significant other of your sibling. But I don't think you need to be so vocal about maybe any type of dislike, disdain. Is that even the word I'm looking for? Or just like the fact that like you don't think that she is the one. Like he's he's grown. Isn't he? I think he's like the Justin Bieber. Like the Justin Bieber of like China. 
right? I, I think that like he's a very big pop star out there. Um, and he's a little bit older, so I just don't understand how you like you just don't allow him to make the mistakes and like learn from that. I did like what he said though, when he said, like, you know what? I told mom this, I'm gonna tell you this, like you are an amazing sister, but like your job is done. Like you don't need to like protect him anymore and like do all that. You gotta let him learn on his own. And he did tell them like he is gonna take some time and he's gonna live in um where was he moving to? Bangkok? He was just gonna live in Asia for like half the year and then in America the other half. I always find it so funny with her brother because he is this like huge pop star. But then he comes to America and then he's just like her manny. What? <laughs> it's just so crazy. Like the double life he lives. It's like Hannah Montana. It really is. It's so insane. Like he can be like on tour in concert one month and then the next month he's literally his sister's babysitter. Like I just, it, I find it so hilarious. But I also love the relationship between Crystal and her brother. So I'm so happy that like we got to see them talk about like this entire situation, especially because it seemed to like be like, it seemed to weigh heavy on her. Like in the beginning of the season, she was really concerned um, about her brother's like the way that her brother had taken everything that happened between him and his ex-girlfriend or ex-fiance. I think they were engaged guys, but again, please don't like quote me on that. I'm not hundred percent sure. All right, so I wanted to talk about that, and now we wanted to get. I want to get into homeless, not toothless. Uh, we had that awkward car ride with Kyle and Mauricio, and I'm so happy he actually ended up going to this event with her, since he didn't go to the celebration of life event for her pa- her friend that had passed away. I would have much rather seen him at that event than homeless, not toothless, because that is more of like a big life moments that I feel like he should have been at. And instead he was away at work. And I feel like when there's important moments like that in life, you really just need to prioritize those instead of uh, like doing something else. Regardless, we're getting a moment with them. I love to see it. They're in the car. They're talking about their travel schedule. And uh, she tells him like, oh, like he's like, I've been traveling so much. And she's like, yeah. And I start traveling next weekend. She's going to Spain. She has all these things coming up. And he's like, oh, you are. And she says he's getting a taste of his own medicine because there are times where he would just be like, oh, I got to go to Portugal or this or that. And now it's like, well, how do you like it? Like, you don't really keep me informed as to what you're doing all the time. Now I'm telling you last minute that I have to travel. And so it really just started to show kind of where the disconnect is in their relationship and what could be the things behind their separation aside from what everyone is saying and like regards to the whole Morgan Wade thing. So you're getting little glimpses into like the real issues as to what's going down with them. So they take the car ride to Homeless Not Toothless and we get a moment when we arrive at the event. Dorit and PK walk in. All the girls are starting to show up. The room looked absolutely gorgeous. I loved the way that it ended up turning out compared to the beginning of the episode when they had went in to just kind of like tweak some of the decorative things. 
And one of the funniest moments that I thought that occurred in the episode was in the beginning when Erica was standing kind of like in that ballroom by herself. And this man walks by her and she goes, oh, where is everyone? Like, she's just talking to herself. And the man goes, oh, they're coming for you. And he was like, very handsome, very nice, goes up to her and goes, oh, you look beautiful. You look gorgeous. And he introduces himself. I'm Justin. She goes, oh, hi, I'm Erica. And then she goes, wait, what's your name? And he goes, Dr. So-and-so, Dr. Justin So-and-so. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm your patient. You're my dentist. And it was so funny because, one, why would you introduce yourself saying, hi, I'm Justin? You should be like, hi, Eric, like, I'm your doctor. Two, he was definitely hitting on her. And he was kind of handsome, so she should have went for it. But I don't think she understood, like, what was happening. It was hilarious, that, like, small interaction that they had. And... They just, like, she just walked away. And then, like, you don't see her on camera, but you just hear her saying, oh, my dentist is here. I just ran into my dentist. But the way that that whole interaction went down was just so awkward because he was so obviously hitting on her. And she had no idea who he was at first, but he definitely knew who she was. So I don't understand, again, why he just didn't say, oh, hey, Erica, like, it's me, Dr. So-and-so. Regardless, I loved it. It was so funny. And... I want to see more of Erica dating. I hope we get to see Erica go on a date. Like, that is what I want to see. What kind of guy she's going for. Um, uh, like, what Like what? What are her qualifications? You know how girls have, like, a checklist? I want to know what is on Erica Jane's checklist. And I hope if we don't see it this season, because I feel like it... I don't know what episode we're on, but I feel like we're more than halfway through the season. I would love to see it next season. It would just be interesting to see her, like, even go grab, like, a drink with a man. You know what I mean? Maybe everything is still so fresh. Who knows? And she doesn't want to show that part on camera. But I think it would be so interesting to see. We do get a moment where we're at Homeless Not Toothless. And the girls are all standing around together at a table. And they are talking about how Anna Marie, Anne Marie, um, was talking about, again about Sutton's esophagus and if they came there came a moment where they had said like oh you're me and it's just like your mp because there was a when they when erica sutton and garcelle got together for drinks they had talked about sutton's magical pussy which i don't know if that was unseen footage that they had showed i do not remember the conversation about that whatsoever but it was hilarious that she compared her MP to her ME, her magical esophagus. Well, Anne Marie, Anna Marie shows up and she's with her husband. She says hello to everybody. Her husband says hello to the girls. And Sutton goes right in. She wants to waste no time. She wants to just get right to the nitty gritty and what the situation is that's going on between the two of them. Anna Marie tells her husband, like, okay, go get us a drink, go to the bar whatsoever or whatever and they just get right into it and i do not understand the fascination that this woman has with sutton's esophagus i understand where she's coming from where she said that things clicked to her that were not true but i don't understand why she chose to like grab this and run with it as like what she was going to do this season like is that where you thought you had your moment because she is like talking about like a, some type of like medical issue that she has going on. It really was. Just, it's so weird to me that she still keeps bringing it up. And 
it's just like it's a little too much. First of all, you're a, yeah, you're a registered nurse, so you are in the medical field, but you don't know like as much as like her doctor that specializes in that does. So I just don't think you should be inserting yourself where like your your opinion like she she obviously does not care what you think so why do you continue to keep on talking about it like she could care less about what you have to say about her esophagus she just wants you to stop talking about it and i'm not going to lie i feel like the rest of america does as well you have to let it go let it go and there was a moment when anna marie had said she was getting a little defensive in the situation. And she had said that crystal had mentioned that, Oh, maybe it's because she has an eating disorder and flashback. I don't know if she also has selective amnesia, but she is the one who brought up the eating disorder thing. And I'm glad Garcelle was there to kind of be like, Oh no, no, no. Because Garcelle was there when she brought it up as well. And she's kind of trying to throw this on to crystal. And that is not it. Like, you are the one in the wrong here in this situation. So, Anna Marie was also talking about how she thinks that Crystal resents her because Anna Marie went to medical school and Crystal had said that, like, she had wanted to go to medical school, but instead she chose to get married and have a family. And so she thinks that that is where all of this is coming from. And I have to say, I do not agree with you on that. I am sorry. And so it was just a hot ass mess. I'm excited to see what happens next week because it looks like Crystal is going to pop off again. I will tell you this much. I do not like what Anna Marie says in the preview for the next episode where she says, you should be thanking me. And Crystal's like, for what? And she goes, for giving you something to talk, like, to talk about to stay relevant. And that's not it. She's really just kind of telling you the truth about yourself and if anybody is trying to stay relevant it's you because you will not stop talking about sentence esophagus i don't know guys i don't know what it is like i love all of the ladies but to me she is just like a casting flop and it feels like she's more of a friend of than a full-time housewife and i don't really need to see any more of her and her bringing up like she's i, I don't know what it is she's like she just won't let the bone go. Is that like the saying? I don't know. Like she just won't let this specific topic with Sutton go. And it is driving me insane. Like I really, whenever they show her talking about the esophagus, I'm like, oh my God, she is still talking about this. Like it is just, she's doing too much with it. And she needs to like let it go because it's hindering from us getting to know more about her because every time she's around she's just arguing with the ladies about this entire situation and maybe there is a part of me that would really like like her a little bit more if we got to know her better instead of really just kind of being like oh here we go again i don't know who's to say but beverly hills is not disappointing they are filming their reunion next week friday so it'll be interesting to see what goes down there i can't wait to see like see the seating chart i have a feeling that the first chairs are going to go to kyle and sutton and then be spread out from there but i'm definitely going to call it now sutton and kyle first seats at the reunion for season 13 i can't wait for next week's episode we're definitely going to break it down again i hope you guys enjoyed it so let's move on from here because there's still more for us to talk about 
All right, guys. I want to hit on the Real Housewives of Miami. So the ladies have been killing it. They filmed their reunion yesterday for season six. The seating chart dropped. And you know what? I wasn't surprised about it. I'm going to talk about the seating chart real quick before I get into Wednesday night's episode. So you have Andy. And then in the first chairs on one side, you have Larsa. On the other side, you have Gertie. Next to Larsa, you have Lisa, then Nicole, and then Adriana. And then on the other side, obviously, first chair, Gertie, Alexia, Julia, and then friends of Kiki and Marisol. The seating chart, to me, makes sense. Uh, I cannot wait to see what they talked about. To me, it looks like the set is going to be like Mexico City. I can't wait to see what the ladies are wearing. They always bring the heat. The ladies of Miami's kill it every season. They're killing it now. And it's going to be exciting. So last, this like past episode that we had, the last episode we had, the ladies, I mean, there was so much that was going down. We got to see the ladies in swim week. It was Julia and Kiki were both walking in swim week fashion shows. It was cool to learn more about Julia's like background in modeling. She had talked about how she was discovered at the same time as Kate Moss. They were actually signed to the same agency. She had showed up for her fitting with the designer and she had told them like, it's been 24 years since her last runway, um, her last runway show. And listen, it did not seem like that. Right. Because she killed it. She like was so excited to just like get back in there. And I will say this, I would much rather watch Julia walk in fashion shows than have to listen to her sing opera ever again in my entire life. (laughs) I just can't. It's just, it's too much. But both of the, both of the girls killed it. I loved it. And we obviously got to see all the ladies show up for Julia's show. And then after the show was over, the ladies all got together. And this is where kind of everything like came to a head. And we finally got to talk more about Adriana inviting Anna to the Mamacita's luncheon. So Nicole confronts Adriana about inviting Anna and having an ulterior motive for her being there. And she really wanted the ladies to know that Nicole did not know that Adriana had an ulterior motive and was actually bringing Anna so that she can expose Alexia and her finances. And as as she should have, right? Like she real. I honestly do not think Nicole knew what was going to happen whatsoever. And the fact that Adriana's just sitting there so like quiet, I'm like, girl, like that, that's sneaky as hell. Like that's a, that's a dirty. And I'm happy that they had all like met up after for drinks at the rooftop at the Moxie, because even Nicole went up to, Alexia and Marisol and was like, hi, I'm just going to say hi to you now because once you hear exactly what happened, I know you're probably not going to be mad at me anymore. So I just wanted to say hi so it's not awkward. So the ladies sit down and they get the, they just get into it. And Adriana had apologized for not being transparent. But I don't like... I don't think Adriana cares. Like, I don't think she cares that like what she did was dirty to Nicole because she just wanted to take down Alexia for giving a hard time to Lisa about her finances. But I mean, it just like, 
I'm glad she came clean about it. I'm glad she told the lady. I'm glad she. I'm glad Marisol and Alexia got to hear it directly from Adriana's mouth that there was an ulterior motive behind her bringing Anna. And Nicole only knew that she was coming, but didn't know what that reason was. And you got to give it to Larsa. Larsa is the one that, as soon as she got there and sat down, she said, "Adriana, like." what like what was your reason behind it and that's really what started that whole conversation um and it seems like they did get some resolve from that i just wish alexia and marisol kind of really would have gone a little bit harder at adriana because they really went in at nicole and although alexia was very quick to forgive nicole and apologize i don't think that like she deserved the treatment that she got and it really should have been way more harsh, way more harsh on Adriana. The episode did end with Alexia inviting all the ladies to Mexico City. And she says that, like, she wants to go to, um, like, the church because there is that, uh, the saints that she had prayed to, Guadalupe, um, when Frankie had his accident. And she really feels like it could help the ladies, especially Gertie, going through everything that she's going through. We have so much to come with Mexico City, guys. I'm looking, I'm like looking forward to it so much. I cannot wait. And I, there was a big presence of Mexico City in the trailer for the Real Housewives of Miami, so I'm excited to see like what goes down there. You know, when these ladies goes on tri- when these ladies go on trips, not just Miami, just the ladies in general, that it is always drama, and they never disappoint. They always come through. It's going to be entertaining. I cannot wait for it. And so we're definitely going to be breaking down their Mexico City trip as soon as it airs. But overall, great episode. I loved it. And I can't wait for next week. Hopefully we get the reunion trailer in a couple of weeks. I'm still, I can't wait to see the reunion looks. I just, Miami literally is fire. We have to talk. We have to talk about the Sam and Corey breakup. Um, God. Damn it. I, I don't, you, you guys are going to kill me. I, I want to apologize to that woman who caught that because that she brought it to my attention and now I cannot stop thinking about it. All right. So Sam from Summer House was on Not Skinny But Not Fat. Now, obviously, a lot of people were speculating over the last couple of weeks that her and Corey had broken up. The amount of DMs and everything that I have received asking what is going on between Sam and Corey as if they are personally telling me their relationship issues was astounding. Now, I loved it because we all got to talk about it and kind of break it down together. But I did not know 100% until the episode for Not Skinny But Not Fat dropped on Tuesday. And uh, I listened to the entire episode and I could not be happier for Sam and the fact that she got out of that relationship. Really, truly, what happened was she, it was a good episode. So if you get a chance, go and listen to it. But it was just, he just didn't love her, essentially, is what, she, is like what she said it came down to. Just the way he was acting when he had to leave to go film confessionals. He would go there and like talk shit and then go right back to her house as if like that's a normal thing to do. Like it was, he would like shit talk like 
not shit talk their relationship, but he really said like he needs to shit or get off the pot. And so I guess we're shitting. And like he just didn't really take the relationship seriously. There were moments where she would text him and he wouldn't even respond. She had said that like she had told him that she loved him and that he never once said it in their entire relationship. So it just kind of like seemed like he did not give two shits about it. And I mean, is that the case? I don't know. That's just kind of the vibe that I got from listening to the interview. It was a great listen and I definitely recommend it. I'm happy that she let that go. She put a story up on her Instagram saying, feels amazing. I just dropped 200 pounds. It was hilarious. And I really think that she will be so much better without him. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Corey. I like him on the shows. I just like don't think he is a relationship guy. I think he needs to just stay single and maybe just have flings or hookups or like whatnot. I don't think he's ready to be in a like a committed relationship. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it just sucks that like, I don't know, it just sucks that Sam had to go through that because she's, she just seems like such a great girl. So I'm calling it now. I want Sam in the Hamptons this summer, 2024, single Sam summer in the summer house. Let's get it. Bring her back because she wasn't in Winter House. She wasn't a full-time cast member in this season of Summer House. So bring her. Bring her back. We need we need our girl. We need, we need her. So, I mean, just congratulations, Sam. Happy you finally let go of that. And wishing you nothing but the best because she really looks like she is on this, like, self-healing-forming like journey in the new year and i hope she kills it she's i love her she's gonna kill it she will she'll find someone that's worthy of her and live happily ever after and then she can just say that Corey was her good luck chuck all right guys aside from aside from that breakup i mean i'm still like i can't even get over the fact that that even happened um Wednesday night, there was a season 11 premiere party in LA for Vanderpump Rules. And they had it at the Hollywood Palladium Theater. It looked amazing. I'm so bummed I couldn't be there. It was just way too close to my New York trip that I had just taken. So I just like work, you know, like real life. I just wouldn't, I wasn't able to do it. So, but it looked amazing. The entire cast was there. They had like a whole party. They showed the entire first episode. Uh, Prima Donald from Instagram did a whole like red carpet live where he interviewed all of the cast members. It just looked like such a vibe. There were so many people there. Obviously, Lisa, Ken Todd. I saw Dakota Fanning was there. Obviously, the whole cast. We saw like Lala's mom was there also. Terry Maloney was there. Love her. She's a queen, icon, legend. And just like so many other like Bravo accounts, influencers, like all the people. And it just looked really cool. I cannot wait for January 30th for the premiere of season 11. I feel like it's going to be amazing. We did get the announcement for The Valley, which is the spinoff from Vanderpump Rules that's going to be airing this spring. Coming back, we have Jax and Brittany, Kristen and her um, new boyfriend, And then there are a couple other couples as well. And I know that one is Naya, 
she is an old Miss USA. She's not old, but she just isn't. She is. She was a Miss USA. So it's like Naya and her husband Danny. There is a couple Jesse and Michelle Lally, Jason and Janet Caperna, and then there are friends of as well. Jasmine Good is a friend as well as Brittany's best friend Zach. He's going to be a friend on the show as well. So I thought that the promo for it was like cute. It was Jack's like driving down the street on like a little tykes motorized car. And he's like waving at his neighbors and they're all families as well. And then it just kind of like stopped with Brittany telling him to like go mow the lawn. And it was kind of cheeky. It really is just, I feel like going to be about these couples and their friends, like navigating like parenthood and marriage and like relationships, all that, like in the Valley in California and listen, it's been a long time coming. I've missed them on our TV screens. So many people asking where Stassi was. Stassi's been very vocal that she is not ready to return to reality TV. And if she ever did, she'd want it to be on some type of show where she had a control over the like what was being shown, whether it be like about her child or her family or whatnot. So stop asking. She's not going to be on it. I mean, maybe she pop. I know. I don't even think she'll be popping in for like a cameo. I just like, it's not even going to be a thing. I don't know the exact premiere date, but from what I've been reading, it's going to be very dramatic. I literally cannot wait. If you guys remember, this was supposed to happen a couple of years ago. I believe it was going to be called like Valley Village or something like that with all of the cast members, like the OGs from Vanderpump Rules and their lives about living in the Valley. Then obviously there was all the drama that happened with like some cancellations and all that. So that ended up not happening. Now they're coming together and they're having the show, The Valley, pumped, cannot wait. And, and listen, don't complain about it already. You haven't even seen it. I see the comments. It's just like annoying. Why don't you wait until it comes out? Or actually wait to see the the entire like trailer. Because what you saw was just a promo. Like you have no idea what the show is about. And you're already dogging it. Like that. Don't be a loser. <laughs> That's so stupid. But I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that. And just because I like it's been a it's been in the works for quite some time, so I think it'll definitely. I think it's going to be interesting. I really do. I mean, you guys know Jax is made for reality television, so it's it's going to be, it's definitely going to be something. That's it for me. We uh, that was a lot that we had to cover. I can't wait until next week so I can talk to you about what I did, what else I did in New York City. It's just gonna. It's just like. I'm just, I'm just so excited. Sorry, I hate to be one of those people that like teases something, but I really just can't wait to talk to you guys about it. It was so much fun. We have so much that's still to come this week. There is Southern Charm Reunion Part 2. That Season 9 is coming to an end, unfortunately, but I love it so much. I don't want it to be over. Southern Hospitality. We have, obviously, Beverly Hills, Miami, and then a couple more weeks until Vanderpump Rules, but other than that, guys, I mean, never a dull moment. We're always staying fed, and it's thanks to Bravo. But I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead. Make sure that you're liking, subscribing, following, reviewing, doing all the things. And if your friends like Bravo and they like the shit that we talk about, send them the link. Have them come over, take a listen, enjoy, and enjoy the party. And until next week, guys. Go Bills. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week.
Media Products.